on this episode of Risky Business. Communication is key in everything we do because a lot of mistakes, a lot of misunderstandings are coming from miscommunication. I'm Steve Muddyman, and this is Risky Business, a show from GAN Integrity covering the wide range of issues in compliance and ethics, but with one goal in mind, empowering your people to do the right thing. What happens when the word compliance loses something in translation? In this episode, Elena Kasharina, Director of Compliance and Anti-Corruption at McDonald's, joins me to discuss the challenges and communication barriers she's encountered running a global compliance team for such a widely recognized company. As you listen, think about this question. Have you empowered your employees to speak up when and if they see a problem with compliance. It all starts with setting the tone at the highest levels and providing the right tools to everyone in the organization. Let's talk about some of those business challenges and why is risk management and having a risk management strategy important to you and to the company? I would start by saying that it's not just um, part of the strategy, it's um, the part of the core values of McDonald's ethical business and being open and transparent to how we do business is essential for what McDonald's does. Part of McDonald's value is not just to do what we do, but to care about how we do things. And in that sense, compliance is an integral part of the company culture. Not only we care about what McDonald's does, but we do care about the wider McDonald's system is what we call McDonald's three-legged stool, where we have franchisees, suppliers, and McDonald's corporate being an integral part of the same system, helping the system to be stable and strong. We have very high expectations of our franchisees and the suppliers. And we talk to them regularly to make sure that they share the same values and the same ethos and doing business compliantly and doing the right thing as we do business. You and I have talked about culture, and it's often said that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Can you say a little bit about how your team's success relies on the environment, the culture that exists within the company? Culture is often defined as a shared set of values, what we care about, beliefs, what we believe to be true, and norms of behavior, how we do things. Like I said, culture is um, absolutely essential for any organization, almost by no way exception. Compliance constitutes a big part of our culture. In fact, it's incorporated in our values. Doing the right thing is one of McDonald's values. My team does a lot to support this value and this strategy across the globe. As a part of that work, one of the most important things is to talk about it a lot, talk about it openly and transparently to make sure that everyone is on the same page to make sure that people are aware what they are expected to do. We do our business in many countries with different cultures and different legislations. It's sometimes not as clear in some of the countries what the expectations of the global team are. And we want to ensure that all the markets are heard 
and everyone is on the same page in terms of how we do business globally. There's a lot of trainings and there's a lot of conversations going on um, along with the uh, standard systems of compliance program, like standards of business conduct and all the anti-corruption policies and the like. And the world is becoming more and more transparent. We want everyone to feel that McDonald's is uh, there to support and to accept people for who they are. And everyone is free to speak up. And if they see that something is um, not going in the right direction, they have a right and in fact an obligation to speak up and say what in their opinion is going uh, in the wrong direction. We uh, just recently initiated support for our franchisees as well. Obviously, we had the hotline support for a long time, but we are now extending that to our franchising and hopefully to suppliers community. So they have an instrument to opt in the extended hotline uh, whistleblowing initiative that we have with McDonald's. The whole community can communicate their concerns proactively and ensure that they will be heard. So one of the things that we talked about before was the term compliance and what that means to different people in different markets, different countries, the interpretation of that language. How do you have to handle the sensitivities of that kind of language for people, for them to understand why this is important? That's a very good question, Steve. In fact, I come from Russia and the word compliance does not translate very well into Russia to the extent that in Russia we actually use compliance without that translation. Because uh, if you just translate compliance, it means conformity, and you almost cannot say compliance without saying compliance with what? My personal opinion that there is a strong trend from compliance being seen as pure compliance with the legislation, and therefore being a very prescribed set of documents, to evolving into the cultural thing, to evolving into just doing the right thing and without having intense regulations over what the right thing is. Because it's really in the nature of everyone to understand what is wrong and what is right. It's almost we are moving from the set of rules to just saying you've got to do the right thing. And if you have any questions or uh, concerns, then we are here to counsel. And if you think that something feels wrong, it probably is wrong. And therefore, if something like that happens, you're better off to um, ask for advice or counsel. If uh, I may use the golfing analogy, there is golf is a game with an extensive set of rules. And all the golfers would know that it's a book of rules and they're constantly changed. And it's very hard to follow. But on the basis of everything, there is the one very simple rule play the ball as it is, plays the, play the field as it is, and if number one and number two are impossible, do what feels right. So that's a very similar attitude, and I just love this analogy. It's, the world is becoming so sophisticated. It's very hard to write about every potential case on what should and what should not be done. And of course, it's uh, so different from country to country. But what feels right, what is right, is the same in every country. And it is the part of human being and human growing. So basically, if, uh, if something feels wrong, it probably is wrong. And it's never uh, right to do a wrong thing. So 
going back to my Russian roots, there was a great novel by Dostoevsky when he was talking about whether the uh, goal and the purpose can justify the means of reaching. And everyone who's ever read Prime and Punishment would know how much thought has been put into that. So we strongly believe that the goal cannot justify the means of reaching it and that there is, there is no justification for doing the wrong thing. Could you talk a little bit about some of the things that, that certainly we see where this expectation level of employees coming into the workplace are looking for organizations to join where they feel the values of that business are consistent with their values. How important is that for you in terms of being able to provide that environment, if you will, to be able to recruit new people? In today's world, um, it is absolutely crucial that the why of organization is consistent with the why of the individual person, like the purpose, the whole center of why the organization is existing and how it echoes in what does the person want in his life and why does he life score. So I think that it's absolutely crucial that the employer is able to address the individual needs of the employee and the employee is able to bring him or her whole self to the job because work is really the essential part of our living. Happy workplace and um, happy employer keeps us all satisfied and that's what we do most of our lives. So I think it's absolutely crucial for any organization, not just McDonald's, to be absolutely aware of that and to make sure that all employees feel comfortable, they feel heard, they feel understood when they're coming to the workplace. The point that you made earlier when you talked about the three-legged stool, could we break that down a little bit into those three legs uh, and perhaps talk about what the difference is or, or perhaps the common threads, if you will, that actually exist within each of those three core components? The analogy of three-legged stool is that the three legs are the system, are keeping the system stable and safe. And at the same time, they are individual, they are independent, but they keep the, the whole business floating. So basically, if something happens to one leg, the other two won't, help, uh, won't be able to hold the stability of, of the stool. So the three legs being McDonald's, Global, McDonald's Corp, franchisees, and the suppliers. So those three live and breathe in communicating to each other. So it's quite important, not only, like we said, what is being done, but also how things are being done. And we really appreciate that all of our franchisees and all of our suppliers are very much aligned and very much looking up to us and are doing the best they can in implementing the same set of values in their businesses as we do in our business. This year, we are trying to just to help our European franchisees a little bit, as well as setting the best practices for any other franchisees that are not touched by the specific legislation to help them organize an instrument that would help the employees of the respective franchising organizations to be able to communicate proactively any there is a document that is coming uh, into this act at the end of the year, which is called the European Whistleblower Directive. So basically, all businesses are expected to have certain certain instruments for their employees to communicate their concerns by certain dates. And they won't go into the details because they're all different. 
And this is just one of the examples of the pieces of legislation that we saw. But it's obviously a trend uh, that the world is becoming more transparent. We also strongly believe that if this would not be required by laws of respective European countries, it is still the best practice for um, all the markets to do. This, this just helps uh, to build the speak up culture that we were talking about and with the employees and help them feel safe about anything they have to talk about. And obviously it has some retaliation provisions that each organization We've engaged an external provider to enable our franchisees an easy access to to the hotline arranged by this provider. So it's, and obviously some of our franchisees have hotlines of their own. And it's by no means that's the obligation uh, of franchisees to join this particular hotline. But in fact, we've seen some interest in the instrument from the franchisees that are not affected by legislation. And we've seen a lot of interest from those franchisees who are affected um, by the legislation. So that's something that McDonald's is offering to the wider community. So they are ever prepared to implement this hotlines within their own You mentioned on one hand that there is legislation coming into place in Europe, and you mentioned the EU whistleblower directive. And so we all know that when legislation's often in place, then that can be a driver for, for change, but sometimes whether we like it or not. And you talked to that as being clearly a motivator on one part. You also meant parts of your organization that isn't affected by the legislation as well. Is it your assumption or is there a, a direction that you and your team in the organization are setting where you could see the activity driven partly by legislation and the program that you're leading now could have a much more profound effect into markets where legislation isn't necessarily as strong or perhaps mandating the need for change? Absolutely, Steve. People or franchising organizations are not forced by the legislation to do something, but they do so because they believe this is the right thing. And legislation can be a motivator, but we don't want to be looking at that as a stint. The legislation is coming into force because it's the right timing. The world is becoming more transparent. There is a need for legislation like this. There is a need for the employees to feel more protected. There is a need uh, for them to speak up. And that's becoming the part of culture and compliance programs of any big global organization. With the fast-moving world, the legislation is often behind of what is actually happening. So the companies and people are more proactive and the legislation is following to reflect what's already um, existing and what's already being practiced. In a way, I think that we are seeing the same process here. It's a good legislative initiative. Of course it is. And it will help push some smaller businesses up to a certain level. But all of the big organizations are already there. And with the scale of initiative, with the scale of the business, it will help um, the smaller organizations to be brought up to the same level. And when instruments, those hotline instruments, or as they come into place and as they become more scalable, they also become more affordable. So it's easier for smaller businesses to access those and to use those. And I think this is a great trend 
So as the world is becoming more transparent, the instrument become more available to help the world become more transparent. On that theme of transparency and the obvious implications of the interconnectedness of your business, there's a lot being talked about how supply chains are being slowed through lack of supply, inability to deliver. What does the term compliance mean for your supply community? And how do you see that what you're doing will actually, with the program that we've been talking about here, how will that then impact that supply community, which I'm sure is going to be a hugely complex one? And how receptive do you believe that they will be to participating with you on this journey? We have something that internally we call supply engagement program, but it's not really about our suppliers are quite big and sufficient organizations. And a lot of them now, their compliance programs are much more advanced than we do. So it's not that McDonald's is sending the certain standards and imposing certain instruments on the suppliers. So we very much respect the scale of business and the level of compliance programs that they have. So it's more of a conversational, I should say. And I'm happy to say that our suppliers do share our initiatives to share our values. So we mostly just communicate regularly and share some best practices with our suppliers. And communication is key in everything we do because a lot of mistakes, a lot of misunderstandings are coming from miscommunication. We are very happy to share any instruments, any best practices that we have. And if uh, any of our suppliers is willing to look at what we do in corporate McDonald's, we're certainly very open to share those best practices. And the line we've, during our conversations with the suppliers, there are certain great things that our suppliers are doing. And it's uh, always useful to benchmark those things with the colleagues. And sometimes we can take some life hacks from them and take some best practices from them. It's a very good working relationship that um, just helps both parties to bring their compliance programs really to the next level. How would it feel for those employees on the ground who are quite far away from the kinds of strategic decisions that you and I are making every day? It's always hard to say how it would influence the other person, but I'm the employee myself and I do know for sure that it feels great to know that I will be heard and um, that no matter what my concern is about, it will be attended with all the diligence and accuracy and it will be treated seriously. It's great to know that I can come to uh, do what I do, being who I am, and bring my whole self to work and to, to do the job that I'm doing. So I do hope, and I believe that it should feel the same to each and every employee that makes McDonald's business strong and powerful and that serves every customer every day. What effectively you're, you're doing, I think, is leading a really important change management strategy here to actually raise awareness of the opportunity for change in the area of doing the right thing, but also getting people to accept and understand the importance of that. So you and your team would have to put a lot of energy into the way in which you communicate this consistency across the regions 
to continue to take the whole system forward on this path to creating that 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 culture of of being able to do the right thing. How well is that understood and recognized in in the organization that this is a a, a change program that everybody is on this journey? The tone from the top is uh, the key element of any compliance system, and it's, it's very clear that we have all the support from the senior management of, or, of our organization to move compliance initiatives forward and to enable different parts of our business to be aligned uh, on how we do business um, and to align on integrity value that we have as or value of our organization. And um, the conversation is ongoing. It's also quite a two-way street. So we do get feedback from different parts of our organization and where we can improve, what can we do differently. The world is very dynamic. The business is very dynamic. So we like to think ahead of the game and we like to implement the initiatives that are going to be modern and that will be appealing to the younger generation. One of the initiatives, for example, that uh, we currently have is making the policies, the standard policies, the legal policies, making them interactive, making them more fun and engaging for the broader audience. But um, I just cannot emphasize enough uh, how important the conversation is to make sure that the, the different areas of uh, McDonald's system are all aligned and all understand what instruments are there within the system to empower them to implement the best practices within their own organizations. Thanks for listening to Risky Business. For more insights and resources, check out the show notes or go to ganintegrity.com and be sure to follow along wherever you get your audio.